sometimes feel that there's nobody to talk to about the things you need to talk about? Well, look no further. Welcome to the Paper Hope Street Team on the Voice America Kids channel. Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the rest of the Paper Hope Street Team are here to discuss the topics you've been asking about. Now, here's the Paper Hope Street Team. Diversity, the art of thinking independently together. Hi, welcome to the show. I'm Nikki Newman, and this is Paper Hope Street Team. We have a co-host. Hello, Celeste. And a guest, a new one, Sierra. Hi. Um, today we're talking about diversity within many different subjects, and um, it's going to be a wild show. So um, I guess I'll start the show off with the quote, you can't give a fish a test on how to climb a tree. And I told that to Celeste and Sierra. We freaked and out. And they were like, it. what are you even talking about? That mm-hmm. makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. But um, basically what I'm trying to say, or I think it's actually a quote by Einstein, if I'm not mistaken. But um, what it's saying is you can't give the same test to two totally different people. You can't give me a test on cosmetology because I'll fail it. But Sierra would exceed exponentially on the test. And, like, it's the same in school. You can't teach me the same thing you're teaching a straight-A student because I'm not a straight-A student. I need... More, like, a slower. Like, yeah. Like, slow a little bit more. Or just completely taught in a different way. He might have a photographic memory for all I know and memorize the, photo, like the formulas. Like, oh, I got that, whatever. I can look at it once and know exactly. I can pull it from... I can pull it 10 years from now. But I have to sit and, like, try to memorize it and go over and over it again. So why is it fair... Like, why should I be treated the same as them in a classroom? Agreed. Agreed. And also, we are talking about, like, different pressures um, for, like, religion and our belief system. And um, we all kind of have a different opinion and religion in our little group ourselves. I'm Christian non-denominational. Celeste is... I'm LDS. I'm Mormon. And Sierra is? Um, I kind of like to say that I believe in God, but I'm kind of just non-denominational. Um, she yeah. doesn't believe in, like, organized religion. Um, so basically, I'm Christian non-denominational, and that means, like, um, I'm not a functionalist. I don't believe that everything in the Bible happened verbatim for, like, and that's just totally my own opinion. I go off, like, the Ten Commandments, and I feel like that's just the basis of being a good person. Like, um, don't kill people is a good one. Don't judge people. Respect your mom and father. Like, I feel like that's just, like, the basis of, like, what, like, how people should be treated and, like, don't covet other people's things. Don't be jealous of your next-door neighbor's husband. Like, just be grateful, like, for what you have, you know? And I just feel like that's what life is and that's how I live my life and I feel like um within my church alone I feel like there's a lot of judgment going on and I feel like for me I would like it to be more of like a non-judgment place because I feel like our whole message as Christians is don't judge that's for God to do and I feel like within the church there's a lot of judgment going on and I feel like that's counterproductive and like kind of like hypocritical because how are you going to judge what I'm doing and your message is don't judge? And I agree on that one because I'm LDS and like I accept everything in my religion and everything, but I just, I don't like the rules. 
that we kind of have. Like, like we can't we can't show our shoulders. Our our shorts have to be a specific. But what are the reasons for that? Like, I guess I want us to be modest and prudent. They don't want guys to see us as just objects. Objects. They want us to see us as like human beings and like pure and like just how like you know. So it has a good message behind it. Right? Yeah, pretty much. I, I, like, yeah, it's a great message, but like living in Arizona, you don't want to wear long sleeves and like right. pants. Like, you want to show some skin. <laughs> totally agree. What about like the whole, because um, I know I've studied the Mormon religion a little bit, but I'm not in the church, of course. I don't know what goes on. I don't know. I mean, I get the gist of it, I get like mm-hmm. the practicality of it. Like I don't basics. get the um, rules. So, like, the no drinking coffee, like, like what's the reason behind it? Because I know that's, like, a big question. You don't drink coffee because coffee has caffeine. Caffeine's a drug. You know, you can't do drugs. And I feel like this, the way, the reasons I'm asking her the questions is because I feel like we should understand them and the point of view that they're coming from because that's the way that they live life and the way that they perceive things. And if you understand the way people perceive things, it's more the easy end? to accept yeah. them and to love them for who they are because you understand why they think the way they do. Exactly, and then we don't get judged as much as everybody judges us. Because you do get judged a lot. Exactly. So, like, what about, like, the no wearing pants in the church or... Okay, so, like, we pers- we take that as, like, as like do you know how, like, on Saturday nights you go out and, like, clubbing, you, you dress all nice in, like, dresses and skirts and everything? Well, right. I mean, like, you want to go to church, like, to the house of, like, your father, dressed nice and pure and, like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. With skirts and dresses and everything. But of a certain length. Oh, yeah. Because you want to be respectful. Length. Yes. Also, well, I want to be like modest. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. What about, like, um, okay, so the new temple just opened up, right? And yes. In Arizona. It's so pretty. But I don't understand why they don't accept people that are, like, not married in the church. Or I don't really know what the guidelines are either. Okay, so I just know that it was guide- open to the public and now it's the not. The guidelines to that is that, okay, it was. It wasn't. It was open to the public because it wasn't blessed yet. Once it's blessed, you have to be pure to to him. And what does that mean? Pure, like you have to be worthy in order to go in there. Like you have to like uh, follow the Ten Commandments. You have to, um, like for example, we we all have flaws in our lives, right? Right. Well, well, we all have to go. We all go to confession too, but differently. It's like on one hundred and one thing, but like. You know how, like, confession, you don't see the person? Right. Well, it's when the you see the person, two, you know? Is it with, like, one the person bish- sits on the one wall and, like, then yeah, there's, like, a little hole yeah, in the it's wall? Not like and, that. It's not like oh, that. I think that's just the like Catholic, therapy, maybe. Kind of, you know? Yeah, Catholic religion. And, like, so then you do that and you confess everything, every little thing you've done, and then you change yourself. And then that's when, and then they, like, test you on a lot of things in your life, and then that's when you can go in. And they give you a card and, you're like, here you go, you can go in. And then you have to wear, like, all white to go in. Every so is it like a thing you go to every Sunday? Is that like now your church or no? No, like it's just you, a place you, you yeah, go. Yeah, you can to go to the temple like any day. If you have the card, you can go any day you want to go. It doesn't matter. It doesn't just have to be a Sunday. You can go any day you want to go. Oh, that's interesting. I did not know that. But is there a service there? Yeah, there's a service there. But you have to like just be worthy to go in there. Like not just anybody. Like I can't go in there. My parents can't go in there. Like you have to be picked. You have to be worthy to go in there. So what have you done to not be worthy to go in there? You haven't gone to confession or what? Um, I feel like I feel like I'm so young and I I don't really grasp the religion as well as other people do yet. Because you're also new to the religion, yeah, right? I'm also you used new. to be Catholic. I, yeah, I used to be Catholic and I came to that religion, so it's like 
like I I'm, I know I'm not worthy yet to go in there, like and I accept it. But will I go in there one day? Yes, and I do want to get married in that temple. It's so beautiful. Like, yeah, how could you not? Want, it's so how gorgeous. How could you not want to get married in there? Um, so I know that you don't fully, or you liked Catholic religion. That was like, because my mom was raised Catholic, um, and she changed her religion. She went into like a religious study class in, I believe, high school, or maybe it was college. And um, she was exposed to different things and changed her religion to Christian non-denominational, which we, are bo- we both are now. Um, but I feel like that is a big thing. Like you feel a lot of pressure and you're a certain religion and you have certain beliefs because of your parents, which is nothing wrong with that. But I feel it gets sticky when your parents don't let you explore and let you become your own person because you're not your parents. You can't accept every single thing that they accept and everything that they believe. And I feel like that's a part of like growing into who you are. And I feel like my grandparents handed, handled it very well, her changing religions and not going to Catholic church anymore. But I feel like that's a big deal to our, like to society nowadays. Like all the kids are like either pressured and then they completely flip. And that's when it's like, we love the devil. <laughs> like, and I feel like, but, I feel like, but like the kids need to have a say in things as well. Like, yeah, you know, we're young. We we don't really grasp anything. You know, we're so stubborn. But I feel like we need to because, like, bad things happen and we don't let us do whatever we want to do. Like, give us a little freedom, I guess. You can say that. Yeah. My mom always says um, the, strictest, the strictest parents raise the most rebellious teens. Mm-hmm. And that's true. I have a friend that has been raised by a very strict mom and is extremely, extremely rebellious and My cousin's like wild. But I think it's time to take a break now. Oh yeah, we're gonna take a little break. I'm Celeste. I'm Nikki Newman. I'm Sierra. And we'll be right back. Paper helps you too. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a Sometimes difference. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. You're listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the Paper Hope Street Team. 
Welcome back to Paper of Duty. I'm Celeste. Uh, Nikki. And we're just talking about pressures from parents and like being judged by our peers. So we're gonna go more in depth than that. Yeah. So basically, all I was um, I was talking about how my grandparents were really accepting of my mom switching religions and going to um, Catholic. No, she was going to Christian. Christian. They were Catholic. Yeah. Um, but I just feel like that's so interesting. And so I, I was kind of in the same boat, you know, um, exploring a little bit. And my cousin is Mormon, and I got invited to her church. And I really don't see anything wrong with going to a different faith-based church that you are because it's not like not you have to accept the faith as your own. But going and experiencing what other people experience, I feel, is really important. And my mom kind of turned the other cheek to it, and she didn't really like the idea. And, you know, I didn't really know anything about Mormonism or their belief system. Um, but I did, like, look into it and researched it. And, um, you know, we do have a lot of the same beliefs, like the Christianity part. Like, a lot of them are, like, the same basis. And um, I just felt like because she did the same thing when she was younger, I felt like it was not right for her to tell me that I wasn't allowed to go to that kind of church. Um, although I did see where her point, like, I, like, respected her decision that she didn't want me to go, and I didn't go, but, um, I feel like that's a big thing that parents are doing now, and it's like, no, our religion's right, you can't be open-minded to anybody else's religion, it's only ours. That's how, that's how my dad is, my dad is super stubborn, he's thick with Catholic, and that's all he wants to be, like, and he doesn't accept the fact that I'm LDS, like, he does not like it, he will not talk about it, if we talk about it, he goes... He just insults my religion. He insults everything. I mean, my dad's like that, but I wish he would How just do you understand respond to that? You can't really say anything because, I mean, my dad is pretty stubborn. And he's like, like once. But when he's insulting your religion, like, and he's like intruding on like your belief system, like, how do you. That's why. Because I feel like a lot of like, people are in the same boat. And since you're in that boat, like, how do you deal with it? And like, what. What's your advice to, like, people like, that are... I was just... I just ignore him because, like, me and my dad, we don't have a good relationship if we're the same. So we obviously bump heads a lot, okay? And I feel like the more you fight about it, the more it's going to, like... Separate just, you? Like, yeah, bring, yeah. Like, he's your dad or your mom, you know? You you, you still love them. Right. You just, but does he ever, like, cross a certain line? Like, I feel like... He does cross a line. And, yeah, we've, we've gone to the point where we haven't talked for about two years. But, I mean... So I, Charlie if I were in that situation, I would just explain to him that, like, to each their own, and this is my religion, and if you don't respect it, then I would appreciate it if you didn't say anything about it, because it offends me. My dad doesn't get that. That I... Exactly. That's why I'm yeah. just... I just ignore it, you know? I go visit him sometime, but then once he talks about religion, I obviously walk out. I right. just leave, and then... You don't talk because about you can't have that kind of, like negativity in your life exactly. and it's, it's especially hard when it's coming from a parent because it's hard to deal with like I don't want to be disrespectful but then it's they're being disrespectful to me and crossing a line exactly. into something that I believe in strongly yeah that's a hard one mm -hmm. difficult but um another big one for I know especially teens because they care so much about what their friends think um but religion with friends and like my belief system with my friends because I have a lot of friends that are um, have been turned away from religion and like God because like if they are like a diff like they have a different sexual orientation there they like girls and they're a girl or whatever 
Um, and religion says that that's bad. And so, like, the whole spiritual thing has been kind of, like, they shied away from it because it's like, well, why would I want to go to a place that... Accepts that. Right. And I feel like that's our place. I have a story on that. Okay, Okay. so I was at church two weekends ago. No, three weekends ago. I was at church, okay? And I was just like, whatever, sitting there. And I was was sitting with, like, the older women because, you know, I'm 18 now. So it's like I'm not with the young ladies anymore. So I was sitting there. We're just talking, whatever. And then they're like, wow, what has our world become of? We all accept gays now. And I just sit there and my eyes went big, like, like cartoon big. I was like, I looked at everybody. I was like, what? Like, I was just like, she's like, Celeste, do you have anything to say about that? And I was like, no, no, I'm good. Because I'm the kind of person that I, I will blow up and I don't care. So I'm just, that's how I pretty much keep to myself sometimes. Because when, I mean, what's the quote? Like, if you don't have anything to say, don't say it at all. Or something nice to say, so I don't say anything. Don't something nice to say, don't say yeah. it at all. So I was pretty shocked. I didn't think my, my religion would uh, actually do that. But guess I did. So that like opens like my eyes more of like, right? Like my religion because they say don't judge people. But so what I was trying, where I was going with my thing was a lot of my friends have been shied away from religion because of that, and they feel really judged when they come to church and really um, discriminated against because of whatever they're doing in their lives and have been told is wrong. Um, so it's really hard for me to be open about my religion with them. And since they've been shied away from religion, they kind of started to go to like the place of like, I don't like it. And it's kind of like a bad thing. Mm -hmm. Like organized religion is a bad thing. And so it's hard for me to be like, oh, I'll pray for you if they're going through a hard time or, but that's just who I am. Like I will, like, I'm very open about my beliefs and I'm very like, um, like I'll pray for anybody and I don't know. And it's just hard when I have a friend and it's like, don't talk to me about that. I don't want to hear about you praying. I don't. And so and it like, kind of makes hurts me, a little bit. it makes me shy away from my religion because yeah. it's like, is that wrong? Like, Am I doing did, something yeah, wrong? Exactly. So I feel like you question yourself pa- or from your peers. Like, it's like more like don't have religion than from your parents. It's like do this certain religion. And I don't know. It's just really like confusing like, finding your own Sometimes they're like, niche. oh, um, I'm Catholic because my mom's Catholic. You or know, they'll try like, to force their religion onto you, which yeah, I feel is too, really yeah. inappropriate. And they shouldn't do that. Like, you should just be your own person. And if you're, if you don't, if you don't want to go to church, but you still believe in God, go ahead, do it. Just well, nobody's gonna judge you. Exactly. Um. But from like your peers, true. true. I would like advice I would give is just you do your own thing and don't force your religion on other people because that's not gonna solve like me screaming to you about the 10 commandments is not going to make you want to go live by the 10 commandments because it's a turnoff it's like what you're crazy like stop talking to me about the 10 commandments but i do feel that it's important to be open-minded but not force it which is a tough line to walk and it's like just because the balance just because you're on one religion doesn't mean you can't go and explore another religion like right like i'd love to go to like a buddhist church i just think that'd be so planning like like yeah, come, or like because go to India or something. I or? can't remember this quote, but it's it was like I know like the gist of it. it was like being a Buddhist isn't about just this one religion. It's about all the religions coming together and accepting one another. I don't know. It was just a really cool quote that I would totally love the world to live by and accept because 
I feel like there's so much hate. And I feel like a lot, like I was talking to one of my friends and he was like, the reason I don't like religion is because it seems like all the wars about religion, like all the wars we go to yeah. are about like you, your religion's wrong. You can't bomb us. I don't know. Like, <laughs> like our wars in Iraq, it's because that's their religion, Muslim or whatever. I don't really know is that's like their religion and that's what we're going to war against because we're telling them that their religion is wrong and that's the way he sees it so he feels like religion's bad and i don't know you have any other thoughts on it i actually do like okay like with my whole dad situation like yeah like okay when i was little not little like 10 my dad was like at that like at 10 i was baptized mormon but then my dad would still take me to catholic churches just to like make like brainwash me and be like, no, LDS is wrong. Catholics the best, you know. And my mom found out about it. She flipped, but flipped. And then like I couldn't see my dad for like two months, but I was pretty. That was pretty intense. Like I didn't think my dad would go to that, like that limit, that extreme, that extreme into doing that. I didn't notice it till now, but then I was like, whatever. But now it's like, wow. Oh, dad. Because you're oblivious to it because you're so young. Yeah. And, like, sometimes I question myself. I'm like, so what What? Like, what religion is right? Like, what's what, What's real and what's not real? But I don't feel real? it's about following a certain religion. I don't feel like you have to be like, I'm this religion or I'm this religion. You could have so many different ideas about, like, you don't have to have, like, I'm only Mormon. I only believe in Mormon beliefs. And this is strictly right and nothing else is right. Like, I feel like there's... Okay, well, we're going to take a little break. <laughs> Nikki, you need to... Sorry, I'm yeah. getting really excited. Oh. <laughs> well, keep listening to River Up Street, too. I'm Celeste. Nikki, we'll be right back. a responsible person and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet but are you doing enough we've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green mario jr is the host of alive and green the show is all about green tips staying environmentally friendly and having fun while doing something great for our mother earth you'll want to check out the show tuesdays at 2 p.m pacific time 5 p.m eastern time on the voice america kids channel if we all do our part now it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel.
Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune in to Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. You're listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the Paper Hope Street Team. Welcome back to Paper Hope Street Team. I'm Celeste. I'm Nikki. And... Sierra. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so before the break, Nikki was getting pretty heated about. I was talking. I believe I was talking about mixing, you know? like beliefs, because not one is just the right one. And like, you can go to a Catholic church and you mm-hmm. can go to a Mormon church. It's not like you just have to like this is just like this is my set religion and nothing else in the world is right and every other religion's wrong because that that can't be like. There could be different things from like okay, I like how the Christian religion does this, but I like how the Mormon religion says this and perceives the world as this, but I like the way that the Christian church, you know, like it's mm-hmm. just, it just like, be open-minded. Yeah. I just feel like there's so many different religions that not one is just the right one. Mm-hmm. Um, but what happens when like you, you like date outside of your religion, like how yeah. your parents take it and like how do it, like the conflicts that rise up because it's, two different ways you perceive the world and then you're mixing them together and like I don't know what do you think like I don't know I don't think I'm going through right now but like I'm I'm kind of talking to this guy he's Muslim and like my mom's like what that's weird like nobody else has dated something like another religion or like somebody that's not Mexican and I'm like well I'm kind of different you know and then she's just like so what's that like like talking to like because like, I mean, I've talked okay, to like another, normal. like maybe like a Catholic person, but I don't know. I feel like Muslim's so like out there and crazy. I don't know. <laughs> he's normal. That's not really different. Not at all. Mm-mm. He doesn't like look at things differently or like make you look at things differently. No. And he re- he like respects what I like and I respect what he likes. We don't judge each other. Have you guys talked about it? Like no, I haven't talked about it yet. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. So and what it, your mom doesn't. Uh, my mom respects it, but she just thinks it's weird. She's like, it's so weird. But then I don't know what to say. Probably flip. Probably like kill me or something. I don't know. Um, my mom would prefer, she's told me, would prefer if I dated inside my religion because she thinks it would be easier. 
Um, but she's not opposed to other religions. religions. Like she's like always, she always of course has been like super supportive of whatever like I liked. And she's like, as long as you're happy, I'm happy. But I think she'd be the happiest if I like, was in like yeah, a relationship to. with my she's like, come on. Look at all those Mormon guys. They're so zone, really. cute. And I'm like, yeah, they're cute, but I'm kind of mm-hmm. rebellious and I just want to go like, which has me new. Which is, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think. But I feel like a lot of conflicts could arise. But like I don't, I don't know how you deal with it because it would, it would just be so, like, just two totally different worlds colliding. True. But I think it'd be interesting. I've, I don't think I've ever. I dated a Catholic. How was that? Which is really similar because Catholic and Christian but religion together, is like church together or something. He came to my church. How was that? I've gone to. He's never been to a Christian church before. Do you like it? Yeah. I would like a Christian church. I feel like like they're like adrenaline they have for Jesus. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes. It's like going to a concert every Sunday I know. for 20 minutes. Yeah. And like, at least you're not sitting there like bored, like half asleep. Like there's music playing. You guys are like shaking. You say we're shaking. Like, <laughs> we're twerking like, in church. No, not like that. But like, because I'm like, yes, Jesus. Yes. Um, I've been to a Catholic church also. Which was um, interesting. I'm glad I went and experienced it because, of course, my family's Catholic. And I went to, like, mask, midnight mask, and did, like, Ash Wednesday, I believe it is. And, you know, mm-hmm. got into that whole thing because I was super close to my grandpa. And he I never really was showed what Ash that. Wednesday was. Um, don't ask me. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm not totally sure what it is. Tamara doesn't know either. <laughs> we're looking at her like, what is it? Um, but, yeah, we're... Whatever. Moving on from that. Um, but I just, like, it was very interesting to go. I'm glad I got the experience because then I could relate to him mm-hmm. and on, like, his level. But not, like, our religions were that crazy. But, like, I know, like, they have structured prayer. And they, like, oh, God, I remember. I went to, I took the bread. And I hadn't gone through my first year of communion or whatever it's called. And everybody in the church just looked at me. Like, I was so crazy. And I was like, oh, my God, what did I just do? And they were like, you're not supposed to take the bread. I was like, oh, no, <laughs> should I give it back? Like, <laughs> you already ate it, though. You're going to give it back. <laughs> I don't know. But, um, yeah, so understanding that religion, it was interesting. But, um, yeah, not too, not too crazy dating outside of my religion. I mean, I've dated people that just don't, like, believe in, like, because they've never been, like, exposed to it. So I was like, they're, like first toe dip in the water of religion um which was super cool because i got to experience like their reaction to it and like get like their first thoughts and um and i really liked that but i think we're gonna move on from religion because i think we killed the subject yeah we're done (laughs) um but race is a really big one also in well especially in my life because i am irish and african-american and um you know, I've been exposed to some discrimination, not a whole lot, um, because it's not like the 70s, but the people that are in my life grew up in the 70s. And in that like era of like, you know, just like kind of getting out of like this really bad, but like still not perfect. The world's never going to be perfect and away from that. But um, 
Fun fact, Arizona has the second largest grouping of KKK members, which is so amazing for me. <laughs> I think it's the heat. The heat makes them crazy. Or maybe it's like because black people's like the skin, like sun absorbs more into black people. So they don't like coming here because they get hotter than everybody else. And then all the white people come here. <laughs> I don't know. But um, so I had one. So my friend's mom and her grandma did not um, accept interracial relationships. And she really liked darker guys, blacker guys. And um, her mom just didn't accept it. Like, she accepted, like, black people. She just didn't want them, like, with her daughter, like, in a marriage kind of setting or anything. But um, her grandma was a little bit more um, heated on the subject. And she was really nervous to bring me over to her grandma's house and she was like, she doesn't really like black people, so I'm kind of nervous about the way she's going to treat you. And I was like, oh my God, what is going to happen? I was so nervous. But um, she was really respectful and really sweet. So it turned out for the best, but uh, she just said she would never bring a black guy to her grandma's house, which is, it was kind of upsetting, but you know, I understood it because that's how she was raised. Like she I think she was 96 or something like that. She was, like, really up there. So I know the time frame she was raised in. And even with my own grandparents, you know, um, my dad is black. My mom's white. And they didn't really support my mom being with my dad. They didn't really like my dad. My dad wasn't really accepted into the house. Um, and then I came along. And, uh, you know, my grandpa was really racist towards black people and he would like drop the n-word and so um when I me and my mom moved in with them when I was younger and he would say and my mom was like hey if you're if my daughter's gonna be around you like you can't say that like I don't want to hear that come out of your mouth because we will not talk to you if you can't change it around and he never said it again after that and um I don't think he was still fully accepting of black people but me and my grandpa were like super close like I'm the closest with him out of all my grandparents I mean out of all my all of his grandchildren and I'm the only black one in the family so in like all the family portraits I'm like the thumb sore <laughs> but um we were just really close but I don't think he ever really perceived me as a black person he just perceived me as full-blooded Irish with red hair and everything even though it's real dark and black <laughs> but in his mind it wasn't Right. But it was just awesome having that because he was such a great father figure in my life. And I'm really happy that he could change it around. Um, but I like, oh, okay. We're going to take a little break here. <laughs> I'm Celeste. <laughs> I'm Nikki. That's Paperhood Street Team. Come back and listen after this break. What about the world concerns you? Is it future success? Is it world issues? Are you just looking to change the world in general? Tune in to What Up World? It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, or what you look like. 
everyone is entitled to the same chance for success. Follow your dreams, move forward, make a difference. Tune into What Up World every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. Are you ready to explore the amazing world under the sea? Your host is a certified scuba diver, explorer, he likes to cook, and most of all, he's just a kid like you. You'll find out a lot more lies under the sea than what you've seen on TV, in movies, and even in aquatic parks. You'll learn about all kinds of fish, as well as other sea creatures. We'll take you to some exotic destinations and so much more. There's a whole big world under sea just waiting to be discovered. Tune in to Under the Sea, Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Kids. You're listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the Paper Hope Street Team. Welcome back to Paper Hope Street Team. I'm Celeste. I'm Nikki. Okay. Um, well, we're talking about um, race and how it affects us. And, like, our social lives, I guess, and stuff. I feel like you don't feel like it affects you, but I totally feel like it does. Because even when you're, like, filling out job applications, it's like, what race are you? And then there's a whole other section. That's are like you Latino? Latino. Like, like it's like why do you need to know? I don't, I don't really know. Like, I already that. checked that I'm Mexican. Why do I have to now verify in a totally different spot that I'm also Latino? Like, True. I don't understand. True. And, like, even on, like, the... Um, on the ACTs, it had like three parts where you had to fill out that, like, yeah. what kind of Mexican background you came from. And I'm like, why do you, like, who cares? Yeah. Like, it just makes no just, sense. To it's me. just Mexican. Like, you don't see, like, any, like, anything else. Yeah. There's Mexican. no, are you black? Like, but, there's not a section for I mean, that. I guess no. I don't take it too hard, I guess. I don't like that I have to put other. Like, there's never, like, you can check in several things. You just have to put other. Like, all right. I'm an alien. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's funny. Uh, yeah. Do you have any like ending thoughts though on either of the topics, race or um, religion or the schooling? I just think you guys should just be yourselves. And if you guys, I feel like you should all like be open-minded about religion and about race and just don't follow the crowd. That's what I would say That's to you guys. That's a good one. I have a quote that my mom always says. It's not verbatim or anything. I just got the gist of it. Gist of it. Um, but it's knowledge is being exposed to others' ideas and thoughts and not accepting them as your own, but being open-minded to their way of living, which really resonates with, I think, almost everyone because I feel like people should know the quote and live by the quote because I feel like it's a very powerful and important thing to like realize like me you telling me what your religion should when <laughs> what your religion is does not mean that i have to accept it as my own exactly. like it's not like you're brainwashing me now because you've told me like how you live your life like and i just feel like people think like with religion and race both that they're above people like i know so many people that think like they don't like they think about like the children in Africa and they don't feel only sorry for them, but they feel like they're above them. Yeah. And I just feel like that's a totally like different situation. Like, I just feel like there's so many different components that go into like, I don't know. 
it just really irritates me because it's like you're not above them because they're in a sucky living situation. Like, and that they're exposed to different things that you're exposed to. It doesn't mean that, I don't know, everybody's human is what I'm trying to say. And you're not above yes. anybody and True. you should just love We're and accept go to the same people. Place. Exactly. Well, maybe There's not. There's no first class. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, but I think we're going to do daily details and those goes. Yep. I already have my hand on my nose. Yeah. So I'm glad I said okay. it first because I knew it was coming. <laughs> okay. So during the week, I had a pretty bad week because I went out to a football game, whatever. And as I was leaving, I left my phone on top of my car, like thinking I was going to remember to bring it inside. All right. Well, what happens? I just drove off and then I got to the park and I was like, wait, where's my phone? I started crying. I'm like, I'm just, like, getting so stressed, anxiety, everything. I go back. It's in the middle of the street, shattered, broken to pieces, and I just got the phone because it's the S5. That sucks. Mm-hmm. And uh, adding on to her daily detail with her broken phone, uh, I could not get in contact with her, so I just decided to show she up. She just her- showed up in my house, and I yeah. just woke up. I was like, get up. We're going to the radio show. <laughs> and yes. she was like, I just woke up. And Sierra's, like, waiting in the car for us. But it was okay. It's pretty fast. Yeah, and she got ready in a speedy, quick hurry. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I do miss my phone, and I feel pretty naked without my phone. I have no social life, so. And then good. you saw a movie. Oh, yeah, I watched that 22 Jump Street movie. What did you think of it? Uh, it was all right. I expected more from it, but the first one's definitely better. I feel like it's always like that, though. Like, the first one's always better than the second mm-hmm. one. I don't know. Well, my daily detail is kind of, eh, 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 eh. Um, So we did a health show a while back, and I told everybody that I had Lyme disease. And um, so further down the road now, I have found out that I, well, I was having like this really like, like, it was like a really hard heartbeat in my throat, and like I couldn't get rid of it. So I went to the doctor, and they did an EKG on my heart and they said that it was abnormal it was like every so like like every so often it would skip beats and then I got referred to a cardiologist and they my mom's having a really hard time finding a doctor that will like examine me because I'm so young so everybody's been like no sorry we can't take her she's too young nope sorry so we finally found one and I have a appointment on Wednesday yay and I'm taking this terrible tincture it's like liquid medicine and it's the worst tasting it's like organic roots like what is it I don't even know oh my gosh it's the worst thing I've ever tasted in my whole life like oh it can make you vomit it's so gross that's intense but on the plus side I get to go off one of my antibiotics and I'm taking two antibiotics at the same time and the two that I'm on make me really sick so now I'm not as sick. I just have to take a disgusting tincture, That's which is like a win, a win lose, <laughs> <laughs> a win lose situation. There you go, balances out. Yeah, and my family was just in town. Yeah, how was that? It was so much fun. We went hot air ballooning. Oh, lucky. And it was really cool because I am glad that I can say that I went, but I would never, ever, ever go over Arizona again. It was like, oh look, there's another rock. Oh, is that a cactus? Oh, maybe that's a... My, oh, my God. My cousin said the funniest thing. She was like, look at all these snake holes. 
and our flyer guy kind of looked at her and she was like a he was like he was really sweet about it he's like you know um there's a lot of animals out in Arizona we have um like rabbits and they dig holes and just naming off animals that dig holes and he's like you know but snakes they don't they don't really dig holes that much (laughs) and he was like they kind of go into holes that are already made and she was like oh that (laughs) makes sense they don't have arms like it's kind of stupid that I even thought that and it was just making the whole everybody laugh and it was just a really fun time I had an amazing time hot air ballooning did he go shooting too oh yeah I went shooting at the gun range and that was a lot of fun um all right in the orange every single time woo, woo. very first shot and i looked really cute in the see-through glasses that hugged my face and made me get like really gross like indents in uh, my face and isn't that attractive it was but my mom was really cute too and she went she was like she was so good and she was like i'm better than you i was like okay mom you are better okay, than me why not? i love you <laughs> thanks for taking me shooting <laughs> And I started work, and that's been a lot of fun. And I do this class, and it's like at a camp, and I teach a lot of games there. And I went there for the first time, and my cousin was there. So that was pretty cool. She's like four, I think. Her name's Enri. She's like the cutest thing ever. What else? What else have I done? I don't know. Keep going, Celeste. That's it. That's it. But... But I did, um, I did, my family's going through, like, a rough time right now. We just, um, my aunt's youngest brother just died in a car accident. And he, he just, just graduated. graduated. And it's so sad. She ever. had a car wash today. I didn't know about it because I obviously don't have a social life right now, so. That's so sad. Yeah. My mom came home last night from the movies, and she had seen The Fault in Our Stars. And she came on, and she hugged me. And she was crying hysterically still, still from the movie theaters. She was still crying. That and she comes and gives me the biggest hug. And she's like, don't ever die. <laughs> and it was super cute. I but watched I, that movie. It, I was you saw crying it? so bad. Like, I, I want to see it so bad. If, you, if you've been through like somebody that's had cancer in your life or anything like that, you, that movie's going to hit you good. It's going to hit you real good. Well, I would just like everybody to ask to keep my grandma in their prayers because my grandma does have cancer and their prayers and their thoughts. Her name's Judy, if you'd like to pray for her. And um, I think that wraps up our show. We're done. Done, son. Okay. (laughs) Um, Thank you for listening, listeners. Just kidding. (laughs) Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Paper Hope Street Team. I'm Nikki Newman. I'm Celeste. And Sierra's over there in the corner. A little shy. <laughs> um, this show is produced by Kids Star for the Voice America Kids Network. Up next is an album of the month. Yay! Bye. So listen to that. Bye. Enjoy it. Hey, thanks for listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Be sure to check out the blog at paperhope.com for more during the week. And we hope to see you again next Monday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Bye for now.
Lindsay Marie from Bookworm, and now from the Kidstar Album of the Month. Here's Mr. Saxophone, Dave Farther with Gravy Stain. Gravy, it gets on your clothes. Like while you eat it, and it comes out to no woes. Baby, I see what you weigh. on your plate Now your mom is screaming Milton's not a game Now mommy is all insane but a baby stay It's a great big game to clean a gravy Mr. Saxophone from the Kidstar Album of the Month. Check it out on our website, kidstar.org. 